Adrian, uh, just such a passionate uh, you know, leader, a, a student of leadership, Center for Leadership Studies. I'm really interested. What were some of the key takeaways from the conversation for you? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. You know, it's 50 years ago. You think we'd all get this by now that leadership <laughs> is situational. You know, I can't manage you the same way that I would manage, you know, Susie or, or Bob or whoever. But we tend to do that, right? My leadership style is this. This is how I lead people. Well, I might not need that, especially uh, as we get into people who may have anxiety, et cetera, that, you know, it's like she said, giving people what they need, knowing their stories so you know exactly how to manage somebody. Somebody may need a little bit more leeway, but they're going to do great work for you if you are more understanding or more kind, whatever you need to do. Yeah. I'll tell you my biggest takeaway was the generational difference. She said, I don't think that that really matters as long as people's voices are heard. And yeah. They feel valued and you know what their style is and you know how to manage them. I think we do. We get caught up as, oh, you're a millennial or, oh, you're Gen <laughs> X. And uh, we, we come in with these preconceived notions. If you do your homework, you know, and you know the style, uh, it'll still work. And the other one for me uh, was... Easy on the people, hard on the process. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was great. I'm going to be easy with you, understanding we got to get the work done, right? Yeah. And I love you know people always call you easy on the eyes, but that's a little different. <laughs> that's that's very different. Yeah. Um, and I love this idea of happiness and work, which they've done some studies on at the Center for Leadership Studies. So they say, look, you know, what's the what can make somebody unhappy well leaders that abandon you we've all had that right. or leaders who micromanage you um you want to bring manage you, it's this balance you have to create showing you care but you have to give people a little leeway a little runway uh give them a voice that's a balance right you'll never get it perfect but you gotta you gotta work at that yeah 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 i i think um when we talked about empathy I think she made a great point. She said, I don't think we talk so much about empathy. We talk about building trust. And if you can build trust and, and exemplify trusting behaviors, uh, the empathy is a, is a byproduct of that. And I thought that was, that was a great bit of advice. Yeah, trust is such an interesting concept because, you know, trust is built. And we tend to feel like trust is built because I know the most. That's right. why I'm the boss, right? <laughs> Just trust me. Exactly. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, and it really is. It's, look, I'm the executive vice director of really important projects here at uh, XYZ Company. And I've been around 20 years. Da, da, da. That's not what trust is built on. And as she talks about, trust is built on, do you care about me as an employee? Do you listen to? Do you give me a voice? Do you have a vision? Do you have compassion? That's what trust is built on. Um, one of the least um, important elements is your knowledge. Um, yeah, I want you to know what you're doing, but really, I want you to bring out the best in me. And that's that's really what comes down to with great leadership and situational leadership is are yeah. you bringing out the best in those around you? Yeah, uh, a couple last things for me was her personal practices. I like that her coach said, um, take a minute, step away from the chaos, and be still. You know, that is so hard to do for somebody because you, you got, especially with her with little kids, right? There's always, there's a nose to wipe, there's somebody to feed, you know, and, and take that moment to be still and then get back to the basics. She said, sleep, move, mm. hydrate. <laughs> well, know, I loved what she sleep, said move, too. Hydrate. Just, yeah, to be still and to acknowledge what are my truths. Yeah. Uh, what is it that you can count on out there? And uh, whether it's your family, whether it's your faith, wh whether it's your own abilities, whatever it is, you know, what, where, what is the center 
that we should all find to find that balance in our lives. So yeah, some great, some great examples today from Susie Bishop of the Center for Leadership Studies. We want to thank her for being on the show. Um, a big thanks to our producer, Brent Klein, to Christy Lawrence, who helps us find amazing guests, and to all of you who listened in. Yeah, and if you like the podcast, please share it. We'd love to have you visit our website, thecultureworks.com, for some free resources to help you and your team develop a culture that thrives. And of course, Adrian, do we love speaking to audiences around the world in person or virtually? We do, we do, yes. On culture, teamwork, resilience, we, we get asked to speak on lots of different topics. Give us a shout and we'd love to help you and make your event world class. So, and, and by the way, don't forget, buy the book. It's a oh, great yeah. book. It's Anxiety on audio. It's on, it's digital. Anxiety at work. It's it's a, it's a must read. And we say that kind of laughingly. It really is. If you if you want to develop a great culture, you've got to know how to manage uh, mental health and anxiety in the workplace. I couldn't recommend it more highly. Exactly. I, I, I rated it five stars on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Until next time, we wish you the best of mental health.